Welcome to the State of Business with the Ohio Society of CPAs. I'm Jessica Salerno, Senior Content Manager at OSCPA, and this is the show where we bring you the latest news impacting the business and accounting world from top experts. In this week's episode, I spoke with Tony Nitty, a partner in Reuben Brown's tax services group and partner in charge of national tax. Tony is a contributor of tax content to Forbes and a frequent speaker and trainer around the country. We discuss the tax policy outlook, a topic Tony will present at our upcoming mega tax conference on December 15th. Our conversation took place on November 18th, and Tony mentioned there's a lot that could happen legislatively between now and the end of the year on Capitol Hill. We covered some of what CPAs might expect to deal with in 2022, properly communicating with clients, advice for tax practitioners, and more. Here's what Tony had to say about his upcoming session at the Megatax Virtual Conference. That uh, is going to depend on, right, the exact day, hour, and minute that we have our conversation, because that's the reality uh, of the pace at which things are changing on Capitol Hill right now. What everybody is going to want to hear from me is... Are we dealing with another major legislative package? And if so, what does it mean for taxpayers? But it's a situation, like I said, that's so fluid, uh, that is changing so rapidly that uh, a conversation we have on that day may have been a completely different conversation the day before. Heck, I just taught in Texas two weeks ago about this same topic, and I had sessions on back-to-back days, and it was an entirely different presentation the second day than the first day because... The proposals change that much in 24 hours. So, um, yeah, the answer is a big, it depends, but we have a pretty strong idea that the House is going to pass another major legislative package to build back better agenda this week. And then we're going to start to get inklings out of the Senate of a timetable and a likelihood. And so by the time we get together, uh, hopefully we'll be able to speculate at least on what the Senate may do, what the likelihood is something will get passed, uh, and how to prepare for it, because there are some major changes being proposed for particularly high-income taxpayers, and I do mean very high, like AGI, AGI over $10 million, but you know, somebody selling a business for a once-in-a-lifetime windfall, man, they're going to be stuck between a rock and a hard place if legislation kind of lingers because they're probably going to want to get that deal done in 2021 and not let it go to 2022 because of some of these tax changes that are coming. So it's a really interesting time to teach about tax reform and what's happening on Capitol Hill because I've never seen anything like it. I've been covering tax policy for uh, 10 years and I've just, again, never seen a situation like this where one party is in total control and can do whatever they want but they just don't seem to be on the same page as far as what that is yet. And like you mentioned, Tony, obviously a lot of things up in the air in um, the next four to six weeks, especially, um, but is there anything you think CPAs really need to know about tax policy in the coming months and in 2022? Well, you know, I think we're gonna get a little reprieve in 2022, because history would show that the Republicans will take back either the House, the Senate, or both, and we have a Democratic president, so we'll have a split Congress, and we'll probably get a couple years of of relative quiet. 
we probably would have gotten a couple of years of relative quiet in the last two years of the Trump administration had it not been for a global pandemic that kind of forced a lot of the relief for that pandemic to be run through the tax law. But I think this is the final push of any major tax legislation that we're going to see, because like I said, I do think we'll be dealing with a split Congress once we get to November 2022. Um, but, you know, we also can't ignore the fact that there's been other pieces of legislation passed this year, and we should think about that in planning for the last month of 2021 as well. The American Rescue Plan was passed back in March, and that has some implications for middle-income taxpayers wanting to you know, manage their AGI so that they don't get phased out of a number of different benefits. So even if we're left to, you know, with only speculation on what may happen, we can also talk in more concrete terms about what did happen. And knowing uh, some of what did happen from this year, what do you think some of uh, the biggest challenges are going to be for CPAs in the in the future? Well, I think for the rest of 2021, the key is going to be understanding uh, what has happened and communicating to clients. And what I mean by that is we've got a unique confluence of events that arise under the American Rescue Plan where taxpayers with adjusted gross income, married taxpayers of anywhere in that $140,000 to $160,000 range are really going to want to manage their AGI and keep it under $150,000 because a number of different incentives all start to simultaneously phase out once you get to $150,000 of AGI. And so, you know, this isn't something that can wait until the last couple hours of 2021, you're going to have to identify those clients that are in that area in terms of adjusted gross income and really see what can be done to make sure you keep their AGI below a threshold where things like stimulus payments and child tax credits and dependent care credits all start to phase out simultaneously, resulting in an unbelievably high effective tax rate. I mean, there are situations, Jessica, and I know it sounds crazy, but there are situations in 2021 where for the right family, someone that got a, you know, someone that was going to make $150,000, but is given a $10,000 bonus on the last day of the year could actually see their tax bill increase by more than $10,000. So you could have an effective rate in excess of a hundred percent because all these different incentives would simultaneously phase out. And so, you know, that's, the, the hurdle is going to make be making sure people understand what really happened in the American Rescue Plan. What does it say? And then identifying those clients that are at risk of phase out and communicating with those clients to minimize AGI however they can. And I know you mentioned a couple of times the importance of communication with clients right now. What are you hearing from uh, tax practitioners as far as, you know, how they're feeling about uh, what's coming this past year, uh, especially as far as communication is concerned? Well, you know, that's a, a probably a bigger discussion. Uh, professionals are they're burned out, you know, they're frustrated, they're tired. Uh, it's been a very tough year. And, you know, obviously sometimes there's a gap where maybe clients don't understand or appreciate what we're dealing with in terms of uh, what might now be a fifth major piece of legislation in the last four years. Uh, that is very unique to our industry. So, 
You've got people who are trying to service hundreds of clients, but also trying to stay up to date on the new law changes. And, you know, clients just certainly can, can sometimes just expect that we have all of that under control. And it's, it's very difficult. It really is. Uh, and then you're asking professionals to also keep an eye on potential changes, you know, that, that aren't even guaranteed to happen. And again, the, 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 what I'm sensing from the industry is a lot of frustration that, you know, perhaps our client base doesn't fully understand uh, just how thin we've been spread <laughs> for the last uh, year and a half, two years since the pandemic hit. But, you know, we have to do the best we can to stay on top of things and attending conferences like yours is a great way to get that done. And then taking the information that we learn back to clients and showing them that we are on the front lines, that we are on, the, you know, always ready to respond to the changing winds of tax law. And that tends to strengthen that relationship where our clients are less skeptical, give us more benefit of the doubt, give us more leeway, which I think is what we're really looking for. And in conversations with uh, your peers, other CPAs, is there anything that you have heard that uh, they're feeling especially concerned by, or is it just, you know, the idea of the unknown right now? Yes. I mean, I don't know how many people in the industry know it yet or realize it, but regardless of what happens with year-end legislation, we have dodged a tremendous bullet from a um, from an industry perspective. I mean, wherever you stand on tax policy and, and what had been proposed versus what will eventually pass, again, that's, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we were looking at potentially a comprehensive overhaul of the tax law with rate changes and uh, limitations on 199 cafe and huge changes to the estate tax regime that was really going to test our ability to respond to clients quickly at year end. I mean, you know, if the capital gains rate had truly gone from 20% to 39.6% as President Biden had long proposed, what would our year end planning have looked like? Now, none of that is going to happen, right? The rates aren't going to move. There'll be a surtax for high income individuals, but the, the proposal that's in the house right now it's not going to have a huge impact on a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of our clients. And so we've definitely dodged a bullet in terms of complexity, but that's what people have been scared of all year is that this comprehensive overhaul was going to come in and they were going to have to quickly make sense of it. And again, I don't expect that people that have a, a big book of business that they have to manage are going to keep up to date every day on where things stand with the latest proposals, but those comprehensive overhauls we were really worried about, um, they're not going to come to pass. And I know we talked about the importance of communication with clients, especially now, but um, is there anything that you think CPAs should be avoiding in the coming months? Well, yeah, I mean, listen, we're at a very polarized time in this country. Um, whatever, you know, I, I have seen CPAs that share their personal politics a lot with clients. Uh, I don't think that's ever a good idea. I think your allegiance isn't to the right or to the left. It's to the, the numbers, the tax policy and, and what the new law has to say. Um, so, you know, I, I know I don't mean to lecture. I think most people who've been around the block know not to do that. But uh, in this increasingly polarized environment, I think it's a, 
more damaging mistake that maybe it would have been previously. So I think you stick to the numbers. I think you leave your personal politics out of it. And then I think, like I said, the key is the only way you can fail through this whole process is to not communicate enough, right? To not communicate enough. I mean, even if you just, you know, you're reading a couple things every week, um, you know, that, uh, that let you reach out to a client and say, hey, here's where things stand right now. That's it. Just that little bit of communication. Hey, the House passed the bill. The Senate's going to have their say. It means the world to a client that, that you're keeping on top of things. It's not even a long conversation. You know, it's just, hey, I'll check back in with you when I know more. So that, uh, that is a big thing for me is to just keep up to date with communicate. You don't communicate, things are going to go poorly. And I know like you've mentioned, there are still things that are yet to be decided. How would you suggest, um, you know, CPAs stay, stay nimble, stay agile, especially at this time of year when a lot is getting thrown at them and uh, they're responsible for a lot? Well, if this had been three weeks ago, I'd say, hey, just subscribe to my newsletter on Forbes and, uh, you know, you'll be you'll be up to date on everything but the Forbes newsletter is no more and so now you're on your own but uh no I'm kidding I mean there's plenty of great resources out there uh Wall Street Journal even just joining tax Twitter you know joining Twitter and uh and staying on top of the changes there I think and is there anything you think that CPAs might be surprised by in the coming months? Anything that maybe isn't on um, as many people's radars as it should be? Again, going back to what I had said before, I'm not sure people realize what's at stake here uh, for some taxpayers in terms of the confluence of phase outs in this new legislation. Uh, I, I don't think, again, people fully appreciate um, just how steep these phase outs can be and how um, much they can cost the taxpayer in tax if we're not up to speed with where they stand in AGI and doing what we can to limit their, uh, reduce their AGI so they don't get drilled with a huge effective tax increase. And do you have any advice for uh, CPAs as they, you know, head into, into this season, end of the year, and into 2022 that you think would be helpful? You know, nothing I haven't said already, and it bears repeating, right? I know a lot of taxpayers, I'm sorry, tax advisors say, you know, I don't have the time to keep up with what's being proposed. I am lucky if I can keep up with the law that's been passed. And so you're fooling yourself if you think I'm gonna keep up with proposals, but we don't have that luxury anymore, okay? It is rare that tax policy rises to the forefront of the public consciousness, but that's where we are right now, right? I mean, this Build Back Better agenda, it's on the front page of every newspaper. Everybody's talking about it. And so if we're not talking about it with clients, if we can't talk about it, you know, we don't present well. If we say, hey, you know, I don't deal with proposals. When the law gets finalized, someone will tell me and I'll help you out then. Our clients are going to go, wait a minute. Everybody in the country has an opinion on this agenda. 
and the one person I'm paying to understand it doesn't have an opinion, that's uh, not an opinion, you know what I mean, doesn't know what's happening, that's not a good look. And so I know it's hard. It really is. It's a big reason why I launched that Forbes newsletter was to help uh, practitioners stay up to date with what's happening with minimal effort. But we have to. We have to know what's being proposed on Capitol Hill and communicate with our clients because they're thinking about it. And if they're thinking about it and we're not, we're going to lose a client. Thank you to Tony for joining us to talk more about what CPAs can expect from Capitol Hill in the coming weeks and how it will impact their 2022. So what do you think of the episode? You can let me know at jsalerno, J-S-A-L-E-R-N-O, at ohiocpa.com. And you can register for our Megatex virtual conference on December 14th and 15th by going to my.ohiocpa.com or clicking the link in our show notes. And don't forget to follow us wherever you download your podcasts. Thanks for listening.